This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. News time. Let's uh, go into the newsroom, see what's going on. Sean's here with uh, current events. That's what's right. happening. Well, that UAW strike is costing yeah. a lot of money. And the uh, if you didn't like the ending of Seinfeld, maybe some good news for you. Yeah. It was brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More. Before filling your cauldron this witching season, head to the leader in cannabis culture merchandise, Pitbull Tobacco and More, for locals, by locals. I'll begin with a local story about a 10-year-old, Caitlin Clark, who was found safe yesterday after she disappeared on Monday morning. Uh, Caitlin walked up to somebody's house, apparently uh, looking for some food, and asked the neighbor if she could help. Close, close, close. That's not... Why am I sound I don't know. saving? That's the second I'm time that's sure happened in two happening days. Here. But either way, she walked up to a neighbor's house, uh, offered to do some odd jobs if they could give her some food or some money for some food. Wow. Uh, the neighbor uh, recognized her immediately, brought her inside, and called authorities. Sure. Uh, because obviously it had been all over the news. Yeah. Well, apparently Caitlin had gotten a few miles from home before finding an empty trailer that she slept in, and the police found the trailer. Yeah. Uh, they so, in- so back me up on this. Let's start with what happened. She just disappeared she from her house. She walked away. Uh, they have it on uh, doorbell camera video or something. Six thirty in the morning, just walks off, walking off, left her phone behind. Yes, doesn't have any Facebook or anything that the parents are aware of. No, and uh, investigators said they checked the phone and couldn't find anything that led them to believe she was meeting anybody. Exactly, which is your first concern. Of course, you've yes. been talked into this somehow. Yep, but they found a trailer she'd been sleeping in, and uh, they said that she's okay, she's safe, and seemed to be in good spirits. They also described her as a normal little girl, and she was homeschooled. But they said she had no reason to leave the house like this okay and also she doesn't do any kind of out, like before or after school activities that would have her gone for hours mm-hmm. so it just was odd that she was gone like that you know what else was odd uh the sheriff went out of his way in this to ask people not to look for this kid no amateur search parties now yeah. i don't know if they didn't want people disturbing right what would have been a trail or a trace of her yeah and having seen this go on in other places because you know and and i know this from our community people show up there'll be 100 people there tomorrow easily yeah yeah and i mean best of intentions but sometimes people do get in the way or, or make mistakes and perhaps that was it maybe I, that was I, the just, concern that, the, going forward that will be a new thing sadly in these stories yeah uh, is what it sounds like it's like wow it's the first time i've ever heard somebody say please don't yeah please don't yeah. keep your eyes out yeah for this person, but, but don't form your own amateur search group. Right. Uh, the sheriff's office did say that she's going to remain in the care of the Isle of Wight County Social Services until the time that they seem it's appropriate to give her back to her family because mm-hmm. they still have a lot of questions about why she went missing and sure. the whole ordeal. So, yeah. But luckily, the good news is she's home safe. Uh, President Joe Biden in World News is confirming that U.S. citizens are among the hostages captured by Hamas in this past weekend's attack on Israel. He condemned the militant group for, quote, uh, sheer evil, and he addressed the nation. We stand with Israel, and we will make sure Israel has what it needs to take care of its citizens, defend itself, and respond to this attack. Yeah, that was a statement. The combined death toll so far from the fighting is over 2,000 people, including at least 14 American citizens. Uh, The State Department says Secretary Blinken is going to travel to Israel this week to show support for Israel after the head tax. And the U.S. may deploy a second aircraft carrier near Israel. We'd already sent the USS Ford Carrier Strike Group. Uh, The U.S. officials say that the, uh, the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower and the ships that go along with it uh, we're also scheduled to sail to the Middle East this week, so they may be redeployed to the waters off the coast of Israel in another show of support for Israel and to deter anybody else from getting involved. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and Senator Mark Warner uh, spoke uh, to people yesterday as well, releasing a statement about how they're trying to get Virginians out of Israel. My office has been contacted already by around five to ten 
um, Virginians who are currently in Israel. We've helped some leave country uh, through Amman, Jordan. I would urge anyone who's got Virginia families in Israel to first of all make sure that the State Department knows they're there. And that's a big thing because they say they can't get a concrete number on how many people are there. Right. So if you know that you have family members who went and visited or are over there for a mission There's trip people or over there all the time. They man. just say let somebody know. My whole church know. went over there a couple of months, a few months ago. Well, there's one Chesapeake couple yeah. that's stuck there right now, the Larsons, who spoke to Wavy uh, News. Really? Uh, while they're stuck there, they were on a mission trip. We know God's got us in the palm of his hands. At the same time, we, we know it's, you know, we want to get out of here before things get any worse. We're starting to feel a little bit on the on the hopeless side. So um, we want to get out of here before things get worse. We've got families, um, grandkids, kids. We want to, parents, we want to get home so that they're not worrying about us too. Hopefully they can get everybody home safe. Uh, and there's bipartisan support for aid to Israel, but Congress can't do anything about that until there's a Speaker of the House. And that's looking like it may take longer than we would like. Because... You think these guys are smart enough to pull this baloney uh, because they know that we got our hands tied for a uh, few days? Maybe. Like you're going to get a few days head start? Maybe. Before uh, we can respond uh, substantially Yeah, it's... with aid? Yeah. They know you're not going to send people. Right. Y- your first move is never to just send people not like boots on the ground. No, not at all. And, and you don't even know if uh, Israel wants that. Right. What they would like is arms and money and, and you know, the usual things. Yeah. Uh, reference uh, Ukraine. Uh, so you think they pull this in this moment, knowing that, you know, now's the time. It's entirely These possible. guys are encumbered. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Uh, the two leading contenders for the position of Speaker of the House are uh, Steve Scalise and uh, Jim Jordan, who appear to be splitting the vote down the middle in the Republican caucus. And there's actually people who are outright saying they won't support one or the other. So well, they may not be looking at either of them in. That, I mean, at least you know where you stand. So we're back with uh, Kevin McCarthy. Who is, was openly ready to, yesterday he kind of left it open that he would take the, the position the back, back if they yeah. wanted him to take it. But he also told other Republicans, do not put his name up for nomination. No, he doesn't want to be nominated. Yeah. No, so he, give me the job or don't. Yeah. One of the I'm two. not going to run against someone. Right. That's kind of the point. Uh, Republicans uh, at this point are at a stalemate, and until they get uh, somebody in the Speaker of the House role, Congress is pretty much sitting on their hands yeah. waiting for that to be done. Uh, some important news this morning. If you see heightened security at Woodside High School in Newport News, that's because a threatening message was discovered online yesterday, a threat that there would be, and I'm just repeating what I heard on Channel 3 this sure. morning from a report, yeah. that there would be, uh, the threat was that there would be a shooting at the school today. I, uh, I, this makes me sad because we go through bouts of this. Yes. Uh, almost all of these are, are not, uh, yes. never come to fruition. Of course. Of course, you can only, you know, you only got to be wrong once. Right. And they're yeah. not willing to be wrong. Dr. Mary Hardesty, who's the principal, said yeah. uh, that they take the sta- safety of their students and staff seriously and they're going to continue to be cautious. They have increased security measures in place for today. Uh, they've got more police. They've got weapons detection screening. They're doing random checks. So they're going through the, the right. everything they can do to try and make sure everybody stays but safe. But they did not but close the school. They didn't close the school. Because, again, the police aren't sure it's a credible threat. So they wanted to make yeah. sure they wanted the kids to still be able to go to school, but they've got the heightened security there just in case. All right. So uh, just if you if you're going to that school today, you see the heightened security. That's why. Uh, if you're a parent too, you got kids in that school or whatever, or, or the school district of that age, mm-hmm. um, you really have to have this discussion with them that they don't do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. 
if yeah. it's just a hoax, you got to tell them because they're not. There's no no more hand slaps. You're you, somebody's going to jail. Yeah, they do not play on this. I feel like there was a, a thing not that long ago where like the the FBI branch here uh, locally, oh yeah, spoke and said yeah. they you need to have that conversation with your kids because oh yes, they think that it's funny or they think that they're doing it for some reason and, and they're going to be forever. held to. They have to be account for it exactly. Yeah. So exactly, that's a very important conversation to have. Uh, the United Auto Workers strike is taking a significant toll on the U.S. economy as it enters its fourth week. Uh, consulting firm Anderson Economic Group has estimated the walkout has cost about $5.5 billion so far. That is $1 billion more than the strike in 2019. The latest uh, totals include about $2.6 billion for the automakers, $1.2 billion in losses for dealers and customers, and $1.6 to the suppliers, and uh, $580 million in lost wages. So that money being lost felt all over the place. The report also shows that about 30% of auto suppliers have laid off employees because the strike has made it difficult for them to obtain car parts and sure. by having them. So yep. that becomes more of a problem. Hopefully this can get resolved soon. We have heard about some kind of headway in talks with, with the different groups from time to time, but not sure if they're anywhere closer to a deal. Uh, another company uh, that's making a big change, Target, is testing out limiting self-checkout to 10 items per customer. And they, All right. the effort here saying they do to reduce wait time so you can get through the self-checkout faster. Yeah. Problem is customers are saying that that's actually making things worse because there aren't enough cashiers for normal transactions. Well, that, that becomes that. I, I, yeah, I, I shop at Target. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Kroger would like everyone to check themselves out. There's only one or two cashiers on any given day in that place. Right. But if they went back to 10 items a person... I, you watch people struggle with this, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many times you want to go up there and just take that gun out of somebody's hand Dude. and finish their cart and get us both out of here within an hour? You ever see the person ahead of you uh, cheat yeah. the system? Yeah. No. What do you mean? Uh, like, I, like, just take one and not run it across the scanner? I, well, yeah, I've seen that, too. But I watch. I mean, I'll do that sometimes. If I've, I might scan the same thing three times and then take three of them and yeah, throw them in a bag. That's, I mean, you're still scanning it, so I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that counts. I'm talking about, like, I saw somebody one yeah. time had a bunch of shirts. Yeah. Uh, rolled them together, scanned one, and put them in a oh, bag. Oh, nice. Yeah. Then you have that uh, thing. Do I say something? I do. Yeah. yeah you I, know what? Kiss my ass. I did end I'm up that saying guy, something. Because you know what? That ends up being loss, and yes. I have to pay for it. And you, you, the, the price of everything up here goes, they build it in. Yes. And Target that, closed stores yes, because they couldn't the theft. control theft. Exactly. Yeah. And it can affect people's it jobs yeah. in that regard. Yeah. So you know. Oh, yeah. It, who it are you? A thing. Yeah, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> my neighborhood. I, I take ownership of my neighborhood. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, they're testing it out in Maine right now and see if they're going to roll it out nationwide. I don't know how you do this if you don't also plan on putting more cashiers on the floor, but that's just me. Uh, but stores like Walmart are apparently looking at following suit, which to me is just a cluster F waiting <laughs> to happen. <laughs> because even when they didn't have self-checkout, yeah. they only had three cashiers. Yeah. <laughs> so I have no idea what they're going to do. I heard there. they wanted to do it. They can't find enough executives to make the decision. So... <laughs> There's even only, even at Walmart corporate, there's only three people. You're wandering around any the any office. given day. Where is everybody? You were in Arkansas. <laughs> there's the Walton's office. That's right. And then there's two of us. That's ah. right. Oh, Walmart man. is a little sparse. A little, uh, just a little a sparse bit. on the workers. Just a bit. Uh, and again, even before they had the yeah. uh, self checkout yeah. lanes. Hey, if you weren't a big fan of the ending of Seinfeld, while there may be hope for you yet, Jerry Seinfeld is hinting at a Seinfeld reunion. He did this after a recent stand-up set in Boston. He had a little Q&A afterwards, and he was talking to the crowd about that ending that uh, pretty much nobody liked. I have a little secret for you about the ending, but I can't really tell it because it is a secret. Here's what I'll tell you, okay? But you can't tell anybody. 
something is going to happen that has to do with that ending. And just what you are thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about. So you'll see. There you go. And he means Larry David, the creator of the show. With oh, him. yes. Uh, the right of show. He, I mean, that his brand of humor right on tar- target. Yep. But uh, the le- final episode of Seinfeld aired in 1998. I actually just watched it last year for the first time. <laughs> oh, Seinfeld? Yeah. I just Did you went, watch the whole thing? The or? whole thing, start to finish. Wow. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's a commitment. Yeah, well, especially the first, like, yeah. two seasons. Really? You got to power through those. Well, yeah, that's what they say, too, because it was not well received. I yeah. mean, Rod knows the history, but it well, wasn't well received at all, and it was almost almost got the axe. Well, and there's, I was going to say, and there's a good reason, because yeah. in the first couple of seasons, Seinfeld, in the first couple of seasons, was not funny. No. And then finally, by about the third or fourth season, they found their groove. But boy, the, the nads to stay with it. Yes. Yeah, but back then it was a different day and age. You yeah. know, you would never have that happen today. No. Yeah. Well, there's so many things being made yeah. constantly yeah. today that you can just... Too something much new, content. Something new, something yeah. new, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't think that you get that. Like you said, you don't get the chance that you would back then mm. in 1998. But either way, we might be seeing new episodes or maybe just a reunion special. But either way. Maybe just the ending. Maybe just the yeah. <laughs> watch, watch. They'll release it. It'll be on TikTok or something. Watch some, them. Some YouTube thing for that uh, two minutes and 30 seconds. You might be right. I mean, Just the ending. They're in that damn me. jail cell. Or, or, they, you know, or they never quite get there. Or they, uh, the lawyer comes and gets them out. Yeah. yeah you know, just something. something simple like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, the Powerball jackpot tonight, if you are interested in playing, again, it is the second largest prize in Powerball in, uh, Powerball history, $1.73 billion. Damn. That's after 35 consecutive uh, no-winner drawings. Uh, so if you want to check, jump on in, now's the time. If you win, the cash option will give you $756.6 million, at least before taxes. So you'll be doing all right. Yeah. Around here today, mostly sunny with a high near 75. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 57. And tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 78. Last check, 59 degrees outside with the news. I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.